0: Albert Einstein has a quote that I really like And uh, I want to share it with you guys It goes The world will not be destroyed By those who do evil But by those who watch them Without doing anything Welcome to episode 42 Of the Perfect Mess Podcast Chin up, chest out Stand proud Perfect mess Is mine Perfect mess is my perfect mess. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Perfect Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Molina, and this is episode 42. Well, the, uh, the world has definitely gone crazy, right? Uh, it's kind of funny to be saying that uh, in September of 2021, after the year that we had uh, last year, right? But uh, so it is. <laughs> so, so That's the case, it seems like, nowadays. Um, I don't know, man. There's, a, there's been a lot going on. Uh, uh, most of you know who follow me know that I was dealing with a concussion uh, not too long ago, and then I had got sick. Um, My kids were sick. Uh, They got over it in a couple of days. Uh, I myself took about 9 to 10 days to get over it. Um, Everybody was asking, oh, COVID, did you get COVID tested? Did you get this? Did you get that? Uh, I didn't have any of the symptoms. I didn't have loss of, you know, smell or taste I didn't have a cough, I didn't have mucus, I didn't have any of that stuff going on. What I had was body aches. I felt like an old man. Couldn't really move around. Um, was definitely uh definitely not feeling too strong. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh just wanted to sleep a lot, man. I just needed to rest. And uh I probably slept more than I have in the last 5 years uh in that in that 10 days. Uh but it's what I needed at the time. You know what I mean? Um I did need rest. Uh, I needed to slow down a bit because uh, I was going really hard. Um, you know, I, I don't know, man. You know, if you if you ask me, uh, there's a good chance that I did have covid, um, you know, and my remedy was simple. I, uh, you know, I literally took the vitamins that I take every day. Uh, I bought a gallon of orange juice. And when I was done with the gallon of orange juice, I grabbed another gallon of orange juice uh, drank a lot of water, orange juice, um, slept a lot, uh, and, uh, and just stayed away. Stayed away from everybody, you know what I mean? I didn't, you know, didn't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable, didn't want to make anybody feel, uh, uh, you know, just weird around me for, for not feeling good, you know, because the first thing out of everybody's mind uh, or mouth, excuse me, when they know someone is not feeling good is COVID because nothing else exists now right there's no cold there's no flu there's no nothing it's everything's COVID uh so to avoid making people feel uncomfortable and and all that I just kept away stayed in my little bubble with my kids and we handled you know we just took care of what we needed to take care of and I got better uh so I've been feeling great uh during that time I had to stop working out I had to stop doing everything I just needed to chill um And that was tough because my kids are very active. Uh, So what I was doing with my kids was, you know, I would take them to their practices. I would take them to certain things. But I couldn't really be active because uh, I just needed to rest. So that was very hard on me. You know, we usually go to the water park. We usually do all these things. And I just couldn't do it because I wasn't up to it. So it was a tough situation. Uh, But I'm through. I'm good now. Um, If you guys hear... Okay, you hear that sound? Uh, Anyways, I'm doing this on the go, this podcast on the go, so I'm outside, and uh, you'll probably hear a few different things going on while I'm recording this, but behind the camera, my kids are at baseball practice. They play travel ball now, which is a new development, which I'm excited about, um, because it gives me a break from coaching, which I really needed, um, and uh, and I'm here doing a podcast. I usually run, but today I needed to get an episode out, so I'm doing that. Anyways... So that's all been going on. Um, You know, much better now. I'm back to my workouts, back to running. Uh, I've been running three miles every other day. Uh, I've definitely slowed down a bit, you know, just got to get my stamina back up. But I feel good. I'm starting to get my strength back and and all that. My kids are great. Like I said, they're at baseball practice. And uh, we're back active again. So I'm excited about that, man. Um, But, you know, there's been a lot going on. (laughs) Uh, If you follow my Instagram, you know that I have been pretty vocal about uh, the things that are going on um, in our country. Um, And I think a lot of people who follow me are probably wondering, you know, when did he start going off on these tangents talking about current events and and being so outspoken? Uh, You know, he used to always just post about his kids and about this, about that. And now he's being more outspoken with all this stuff, and I don't know if I like it. Uh, I, have to, I have to clue you guys into something who maybe have never met me and don't know me from back in the days. Um, I have always been someone who's been outspoken. I've always been someone who's uh, stepped out and spoke up on current events um, and things that I feel are not right. Um, I've always been like that when I was younger, uh, I've talked about this before when I was talking about the BLM protests and the George Floyd protests and all that stuff, I've spoke on this, so I've been to plenty, my fair share of protests, my fair share of, um, things of that nature, uh, uh, community meetings, uh, school board meetings, you name it, I've been doing that since I was young, um. <clears throat> and I do it now. I've always done. Uh, and people, for, for the people who follow me uh, with regards to music, uh, and I told this story on my Instagram earlier. Uh, if you remember my old website back in, I want to say, 2002, 2003, after 9-11, uh, I had a part of my website, kind of like what I have on my website now, where I would basically journal and talk about current events. This had nothing to do with music. Now, you go to my, my, it was a music website where you could buy my music, see my tour dates, do all that, buy merchandise. But there was also a section where I basically journaled and I talked about current events and how I felt about it. Um, And a few of you guys hit me and you do remember that. And that's cool because then you guys are very, you know, well in tuned with me being a very outspoken person. This isn't something new. Um uh, so a lot of people who are making these comments on my Instagram or DMing me these are obviously people who've probably been following me for maybe a year or two so they don't really know me uh for speaking out so it's I know it's hard to accept yet another person speaking out on the things that are going on these days because it seems like everybody's doing it um but I'm not new to this. So when I speak, I speak from experience and I speak because I have something to say. And I think it's important for me to say what I need to say on my platform and use my platform to to cover uh, the current events that are going on because they affect me. That's the thing. I want you guys to understand something. When I speak out on something, it's because it's directly affecting me. All right? That's when I have a stronger opinion. That's when I... That's when I want to talk about these things and and explain people explain to people why I think they're not good, why I think they're bad for not just myself and my family, my kids and whatnot, but also for other people who may be in the same situation as me. Now, I get it. The dangerous thing about speaking out nowadays is that people are losing their jobs. People are getting banned from social media platforms. But more importantly, people are losing their jobs. They're afraid to speak out because jobs are monitoring uh, their social media. So they're afraid to speak out uh, and stand up for what they really believe in. So people are afraid. They're they're not speaking out. They're, they're biting their tongue on certain things. Uh, I get it. I understand that. Um, I know my situation's kind of unique cause I work for myself, so I don't answer to a boss. I don't really, I don't have anybody that can shut me down. Um, so I'm very, I can speak, um, and, and say what I need to say with regards to, uh, topics like that. Um, but I think what set things in motion for me recently this last week was, um, or over the last two weeks was, uh, I actually got approached at my house uh, by uh, a couple of ladies who were going door to door. And I didn't know what they were doing until uh, they got to my place. Now, uh, I was loading boxes into my car and or Actually, I was moving my car from next door because there's some, nobody lives in the house next door to us. They're remodeling it. So the owner was like, could you park? You're more than willing to park there. I would love for you to park there because no one will mess with the house if they think there's a car, you know someone there. So I often park next door. <clears throat> so I was going to get my car next door, and these ladies walked up, and I said, nobody lives here. Uh, I just parked my car here. I'm moving my car. They're like, oh, they started asking me questions. And I said, hey, I just told you, nobody lives in this house. I don't live here. I'm moving my car. So I moved my car, brought it around to to the driveway of my spot so I could load these boxes for some merchandise I have. So I go to the back, get the boxes, and I start loading my car. And as I'm coming out, one of the ladies is knocking on my door. And she goes, oh, there you are again. And immediately I'm, like, annoyed because I just saw you next door. Uh, And she's like, "Uh, same answers as last time. I go, yeah, nothing changes. Same person, same guy. You're just at my house now. And she's like, oh. And she's like, okay. And so she has this little iPad and she follows me to my car as I'm carrying this big old box. And she's like, are you, so, do you live here? Are you Claudia? I go, do I look like a Claudia to you? And she says, no. And she goes, oh, are you, are you Ray? Now, if you're catching on to this, I don't have any idea how this person knows my name and knows that my name is attached to this address. So I didn't even answer that. I just looked at her and I said, hey, can I help you with something? And she says, oh, and she could tell I'm annoyed. And she's like, oh, uh, no. OK, no. She's like, OK. She's like, I can see. OK, whatever. And she kind of mumbles something. And then as she walks away, she goes, oh, you're vaccinated, right? I immediately put the box down, and I look at her, and I said, you know, that's really none of your fucking business. It's not. Excuse my language, guys. I go, that's none of your business. That's my business. And she goes, oh, okay. Well, have a nice day. Take care of yourself. Stay healthy. And I said, well, yeah, I don't think I'll have a problem with that. Now, you on the other hand, and then I bit my tongue because I didn't want to be mean. I didn't want to... I didn't want to say stuff that was going to offend somebody because I started looking at this lady and I'm like, this is probably somebody's mom, someone's grandma. You know, they're probably paying them shitty money to go door to door to knock and ask about, you know, vaccine status. But I was through the roof. I was upset Um, because now they're going door to door. Now they obviously have information and now they're asking us our personal business now. Before anybody listening to this Starts going off on a tangent Like oh no he's a conspiracy theorist Oh no he's an anti-vaxxer Stop I'm not an anti-vaxxer Okay I'm not a conspiracy theorist I'm not any of that stuff What I am is Pro-choice I think it's your choice I don't care if you get the vaccine or not I don't care I'm not going to judge you Alright it's my job to take care of myself, take care of my own health. I don't need the government to take care of me. I don't need the government to take care of my health. I don't need the government to tell me what I need to do to take care of myself. Okay? At the same time, I don't need someone else telling me who's not a doctor, who's not this. I don't need them telling me, hey, you should get the vaccine or you're a bad person. I don't need that either. I don't care what your status is. And that's my, that's my thing is... It's nobody's business whether you decide to get it or not. And honestly, if you decide not to get it, it's nobody's business as to why you're not getting it. Because there are a myriad of reasons why people won't get it. Yeah, I get it. There are people who are conspiracy theorists. There are people talking some craziness, talking about, oh man, they're inserting a chip and they're tracking you and they're. Stop. Like, I I know that there's some wackos out there. I'm not one of them. But there are people who don't do it for religious reasons. There are people who don't do it for health reasons. There are people that don't do it because they just don't do it. They don't do the flu vaccine. They don't do any of the vaccines. They just don't want to do it. Okay? They don't, they don't believe in, in, in this type of medicine. Okay? They, they just don't. And that's their own personal business. Maybe, maybe they had a, uh, a bad experience. Maybe they got the flu vaccine and it did something to them and they haven't been right since. And they're just like, I'm not doing any vaccines. For anybody to judge somebody for that and say, "Oh, well, you're being selfish," or "You don't deserve to be," uh, you don't deserve to be uh, a part of normal society because how you're handling this, um, and you're just you're being you're being uh, you're only thinking of yourself, um, or screw your feet your freedoms. And and put your freedoms aside. Do it anyway. And and making this a matter for anybody judging that like. I'm not with that. It's nobody's business. And I know listening right now, somebody's pissed off and upset and saying, well, this is this is why we're all going to continue to go through this. You've been lied to. okay, and you don't really believe that. You just want out of this situation with COVID so bad that you're willing to believe the narrative that they're pushing right now. That if we don't all get vaccinated, that we're never going to get through this, which is a bold faced lie. It's a bold faced lie. Because the majority of people that I've talked to that have got the vaccine, they also found out that they can not only get it, but they can pass it. And when they said that, I said, just you saying that, how can you stand here and judge anybody who decides not to do it? Well, the symptoms are less threatening if you get it, if you get the vaccine and if you catch COVID, it's it's less, you're less likely to end up in the hospital. Maybe so. But there are also cases of people still ending up in the hospital Being floored with COVID and they're fully vaccinated. None of us are doctors, right? At least I don't believe I have any doctors listening to my podcast. But none of us are doctors. And we don't know the answer. Which is why nobody should be judging anybody for making their own decision. You want the vaccine because you're scared, you're nervous, and you feel like it's your best way to handle this current pandemic? Cool, more power to you. No judgment here. You don't want the vaccine because you just don't trust it or you just don't do vaccines or because of your religious beliefs or whatever. Cool. No arguments here. But when we start talking about. Screw your freedoms. I want my freedom back. I want to be able to do this. I'll do that. All you people that don't want to get vaccinated or ruin it. You're ruining it. You're taking away my freedoms because you refuse to get vaccinated. It's wrong. It's wrong. You know, I, I I wrestled with wanting to do this podcast because you know, my podcast is called The Perfect Mess. It's about my life. And I kept thinking, Ray, what how does this topic tie into your podcast and, and what your podcast is all about? And I was I almost told myself not to do it because I'm like nah say really your format but it is my format because this is part of my life this is what i'm currently dealing with as a father this is this is part of the struggle right now so this is part of my life this is part of my mess and and i'm having to learn how to navigate through this to to get my kids through it to get me through it so we can survive this thing so this is definitely part of my format so once I convince myself, like, because I, I don't want to, I don't want people to start thinking this is going get, to start getting political. It's going to start getting, you know, uh, all newsy and all that, whatever. I don't even know if that's a word, but you know what I mean. I don't want to start talking about all this craziness um, and do all that. But I, but I do have to address it when it affects me, like I said earlier. Um, you know... I talked about everything that I just told you right now and I also touched on last week about the mandate for this vaccine and about what's going on with our health care workers and how last year they called our health care workers heroes, heroes, frontline workers putting their lives at risk with no vaccine and honestly Treating a virus that we had no idea how to treat. We had never had this happen. So the nurses, the doctors were treating this on the front lines with winging it. Literally winging it. Had no answers. And more importantly, no vaccine. I have friends who were nurses. Worked at hospitals. Some of them got sick. Some of them actually ended up on the news here locally. Because they 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 all got sick and they had to be quarantined. This was last year. Uh, and so these guys were and, and these women were putting themselves on risk, and they were being called heroes. Remember all these videos of nurses being really tired working long hours and they 're showing them in their mask and their shield and sleeping at the at the hospital and Remember the people outside the hospitals, the cops with the lights and and giving them uh, standing ovations and and saluting them and calling them heroes? Remember all that. And now we've gotten to a point where they're being told they're going to lose their job if they don't get vaccinated. You see how things have flipped? I talked about this on my Instagram story last week. And I ruffled some feathers. I'm, I'm kind of actually, I, I shouldn't be shocked that it ruffled some feathers. I really shouldn't. Because of the times we're in right now. But I lightweight was because I felt like, yo, how can we not agree on this? How can we not agree that people that were called heroes and put their lives at risk to fight this thing are now being told if they don't get it, they're going to lose their jobs? Now you're going to fire them. How is that okay? How is that right? They risked their lives for these people, this country, our, our citizens last year, to help. And the way we repay them is we tell them if they don't go and get the vaccine, they're fired, they lose their career. How does that make any sense? It doesn't make sense. In fact, it infuriates me. And if it doesn't infuriate you, I don't know why that wouldn't infuriate you. Because <clears throat> I, I don't even need to have friends that are in the hospitals doing what they do for that to make me upset. But I do have friends in the hospitals that, that work there. So it does upset me even more. Now, what happened after this was I started getting DMs. I was driving at night, and I started getting DMs from somebody. My, it was just going nuts. I kept seeing the DM thing pop up. My phone was going off. <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> and, uh, and so finally, when I got a chance to pull over, excuse me, let me get some water. When I got a chance to pull over, I, uh, I read my DMs. <laughs> and there was a lady just going off on me. Telling me I'm part of the problem. I should shut my mouth. And the people that aren't getting vaccinated. And the nurses that aren't getting vaccinated. And the doctors that aren't getting vaccinated. Goodbye. No sympathy here. You're part of the problem. Uh, You're frontline, And you're supposed to be the example. And if you're not going to get it so long. Goodbye. Uh, And then attacking me personally. Telling me that I'm part of the problem. Because I'm speaking up about this. Telling me that. Uh. That they hope my family doesn't catch COVID, and if we do, they don't want to—they they don't want to see a GoFundMe link on my Instagram because we need help now because we're deathly ill. This is somebody I have never met in my life. The only connection I have to this woman is that she purchased a jersey from me because. Those of you who know me, I sell I sell authentic Stitch jerseys. Like you can buy NFL, basketball, football jerseys from me. Like I get jerseys, and she bought a jersey from me. She was, she was uh sent my way from somebody uh, that I know. I've never met this woman. She's from SoCal, and I'm like blown away because she's saying all these just derogatory, just rude things to me, and I've never met her. She doesn't know me at all. And then she starts calling me a Trump boy, calling me Trumper, calling me, oh yeah, you're a Trump boy, you're a fake Puerto Rican, real Puerto Ricans would never vote for Trump. Mind you, in that video, I never mentioned Trump. I never mentioned any of that. And she said, uh, you know, she's just going off, and I'm thinking, how could a woman who's never met me, doesn't know me, she's never actually been on the phone with me, never converse, conversated with me, the only connection she has with me is she DM'd me last year about getting a Pittsburgh Steeler jersey, and I got it for her. Now because she follows me, she thinks she has the right to say some pretty rude shit to me. And then she tells me, Uh, and you, and if you're upset about everything I'm saying, you shouldn't be. You're the one putting all your business out there so everybody can see it. So finally I reply and I say, uh, I'm laughing at the fake Puerto Rican comment. I said, but, uh, Hey, uh, I come from a military family and we're all Puerto Rican and, uh, we voted the way we voted. Sorry, but, uh, that doesn't make me a fake Puerto Rican at all. Uh, and uh, I said God bless you you sound really irritated you should probably get some sleep and uh, that was pretty much it you know Um, I said hey I don't get offended because my profile is open obviously I live my life open I said I have a podcast that you can listen to on pretty much any platform you want. I have music that I've been putting out for over 20 plus years that you can buy on Spotify, that you can stream on Spotify, buy on iTunes, all that. I've got videos on YouTube. Uh, my Instagram has almost 2,000 followers and I talk about everything. And it's not private, it's open. I said, I don't get offended when people don't agree with what I talk about. And I definitely um I'm not one to hide anything. Everything that I do is is very public. So, I'm not offended. And that was that. Um because she was getting derogatory, I blocked her. Because the one thing that I'm okay with, I love debating. And I think I've mentioned that on this podcast before. I love debating. I always have. When I was in grade school, high school, whatever, I was always in the debate class. I love debating. Um it's just something I was always good at. Uh, I love when someone hits me on my DMs or whatever <clears throat> and has a difference of opinion for me. Because you know why I always say it? it makes me think. It makes me use my brain. Um, especially if you make a good point. Because I'm all about learning. If someone can teach me something, I like that. I like that. Um, but one thing I don't like is when it starts to get rude, it starts to get vulgar, it starts to get disrespectful. Um, because then I have to let you know, we can have the conversation. You don't have to agree with me, I don't have to agree with you. And we can have this conversation and go back and forth, we can do all that. But one thing I'm not going to let you do is be disrespectful. You're not going to talk about my family and you're not going to talk about me. and You're not going to talk about my, the things that I uh, value and hold close to my heart. And then I'm just going to sit there and allow you to just be part of my little community. It's not going to happen. So I blocked her. You're not going to take my peace. I know I've talked about that on this this podcast before too. My peace is very important. Okay? I'm able to do the things I do with my kids and and live my life the way I live it. A very simple life because I have peace. I'm not going to allow, especially somebody that I've never met in my life who I don't care about and if you're listening to this i'm sorry i don't know you i don't care about how you feel about how i live my life you obviously do care Um, but i don't i don't care how you feel about how i live my life this is my life you don't like it you don't have to tune in just like this podcast you don't like it don't listen unsubscribe don't share it Don't like me on Instagram. Don't like the things I talk about. Unfollow. Nobody's telling you to follow. So I blocked her. Uh, I won't say her business name, but she logged in under another business name and didn't follow me, but she DM'd me. And her last comment to me was Trump boy. And she put LOL. This is a grown ass woman. This is this is where we're at now. Now, let me let me let me refresh what I just said. I never once mentioned Donald Trump in any of these videos that I talked about the vaccine or these nurses. But this is how goofy people are these days. The minute that you say you are about freedom and about standing for what's right and having your own opinion and saying, no, I'm not going to do this and you're not going to force me to do this. You must be a Donald Trump fan. That's where we're at now. You don't ask. You just say. You must be a Donald Trump fan. You must be a conspiracy theorist. That's the narrative now. And it's goofy. It's goofy. Um, <clears throat> moving on. <laughs> Anyways. I, I blocked this person. And that was that. Uh, so... I don't apologize for living my life open. Um, I enjoy living my life open because I've gotten to meet so many people that I've never met in person. I've gotten to, into some great conversations. And I've, I just, it's been an experience. I, I don't want to do anything in private. Like when it comes to like my podcast, my Instagram and all that. I love that it's open because I come across people that have never met me before and are either inspired or feel inclined to tell me their opinion about certain things, which I'm all for. Um, so that's that. Uh, you know, yesterday uh, Joe Biden had uh, had a press conference, and by now, if you're listening to this, or watching it, you know that he basically said. Anybody, Any company that has 100 employees or more is now going to be uh, required to have all their employees fully vaccinated or face consequences. Uh, he doesn't have the power to do that, but he's doing it anyway. Now, you can go back to videos last year when he was running for president. Uh, And even videos as far as months ago, in January, I believe, where he said, no, I don't believe that we should do any of this stuff and mandate anything. I think it should be your, your choice to do the vaccine or not. These are words out of his mouth. These are words out of the House Speaker's mouth. These are words out of Fauci's mouth. These are words out of all these people's mouth. And now they're going back on it. This is about control. This is about power. And these are the types of things that nobody is going to relinquish once you give it to them. Sorry if you're talking in the background. Um, But once you give these types of powers to people, it's addicting. And they don't want to give them back. And that's where we're at right now. I I fully feel like that. Um, I applaud the businesses that have came out and said, we are not going to abide by these rules. We're not going to do it. There have been companies that have stepped up and said, hey, we have more than 100 employees and we are not going to require vaccination. Your vaccination is your uh, is your business, whether you've done it or not. It's your business and we are not going to we're not going to enforce this. Now, the companies that are doing that are going to face, I believe it's fourteen thousand dollar fines per case. And that's just nuts. But the companies that are doing this are basically standing up on the front line saying, We're willing to take these fines and say, hell no, we ain't doing it. And I commend them. Um, For the president to come out and say, this isn't about your freedoms. We've tried to do it the nice way. It hasn't worked. Now is the time to put your freedom aside and take the vaccine or you will not be part of the new society you will not be able to travel you will not be able to go to restaurants you will not be able to go to certain venues for games concerts you will not be able to go participate in anything let alone have a job and by the way if you get fired because you didn't have the vaccine we're going to make sure you don't get unemployment we're going to make sure you lose certain programs do you hear what i'm saying Do you hear how nuts that sounds? Do you you hear how crazy that sounds? Because you decided to make a choice on your own health. They're going to punish you and disconnect you from society. And we got people that are just laying down. Saying, okay. And the people that are standing up saying, wait, 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 wait. Did we forget we have a constitution? Did we forget we have rights? The people that are standing up saying that, these people who are laying down, are trying to make it sound like they're lunatics, that they are the problem, that they are the reason why we can't get past this pandemic. You got to be kidding me right now. It's not right. And you say, Ray, you work for yourself. How does this affect you? You said you were going to talk about stuff that was affecting you directly. How does this affect me? Because those mandates are now going to start affecting my kids. L.A. County has now set the mandate to where kids, kids at least 12 and up are going to be required to be vaccinated before they can go back to school by a certain date or they can't go to school no more. L.A. County, that's five hours from me. I am now, every time I get an email from my school district for my kids, I'm waiting for them to say some craziness like this. So I've been I've been having to prepare myself for getting that email or that phone call. And I've had to have the conversation. It's been tugging at my heart. Because to be honest with everybody who's listening to this right now, probably less than a month ago, maybe two and a half, three half, three, three weeks ago, I said, you know, I told the kid's mom, I said, you know, we sat down, I said, look, I don't want to do this thing. I'm not for this vaccine. It's just not for me. It's not for the kids. It's not for any of that. I don't like the way they're forcing this thing down everybody's throat. I don't like that they're how they're trying to entice everybody. Hey, get get playoff tickets. Hey, get ice cream. Hey, get beer. Hey, get a membership for your vaccine. Like, they're trying to entice everybody, and it's really goofy the way this is going down, and I don't like it. And a couple of weeks ago, I said, you know, if the schools push this, I will never have my kids do something that I wouldn't do myself. And I said, when we cross that bridge... I understand that it's not ideal, but we got to do it. You know, we got to cross that bridge. If it comes down, push comes to shove, then I'll probably, I'll probably do the vaccine just so we can deal with this. And You know, because Jordan, you know, he's my 12-year-old, you know, so he can go to school. Um, I'll do it with him. Because I don't want him doing it without me. Now was very hard for me to say because uh, I've always taught my kids to uh, stand up for what they believe in, <clears throat> and to be strong, and don't be af- and don't be afraid. Uh, don't be afraid to be the only one who's standing. And saying, I will not. This is what I believe. Don't be afraid. And um, that was a hard conversation to have. But fast forward to yesterday. After everything that's been going on, after the president makes this announcement, I uh, it don't sit well with me no more. And I had a talk with their mom uh, and I said, you know, I've been looking into it and if they push this issue and say the kids that don't get vaccinated, the parents who aren't going to have their kids get vaccinated, they can't come to our school no more. I'm prepared to pull my kids out of school. And I said, now listen, before you, I know we're on the same page with this whole thing, you and I, but before this kind of, I know this is going to be like a little touchy before you get upset. You know, I don't want to upset you, but hear me out. I'm willing to take that on myself. I know it's not Zoom classes, I know we gotta get packets, they gotta do tests, they gotta do all that. I'm willing to take that on myself. Because I can't. It's tugging at my heart to be teaching my kids to be strong and stand up and for what they believe in and fight. And the very moment that we're supposed to do that, we cave in. It's eating me up. And if they do what they did in L.A. County and they bring it up here and they say these kids cannot come if they're not vaccinated, I can't. I am willing to pull my kids out and say, I'm sorry, you are not giving my kid that, that vaccine. And I'm willing to wait it out. I will be that dad at that board meeting, that school board meeting. I will be that dad speaking up. I will be that dad with an opinion and having something to say about what the hell is going on. and to be honest with you she's like no I understand it's a lot for me but if you're willing to tackle it I understand she's got her own things that she's dealing with as well Um, she's in the food and beverage business so she's got her own horror stories she could start a podcast on her own with the stuff that she's had to deal with. Um, But you know at that moment I was very thankful for her being the mother to my children. I've already been thankful for her being the mom to my children because she does some great things. She does a lot of things that I can't do for my kids. Um, We have a good offset. You know what I mean? But at that moment I was very thankful because it wasn't an argument. It wasn't it wasn't like, "Oh my god, Ray, are you serious? You're going to make it." It wasn't it wasn't even close to that. It was simply, "No, I understand." I understand. And uh to me that's important. That's where I'm at with this thing. That's where I'm at. I can't allow myself to to fold and to put the things that I believe in, my faith and everything on the back burner and just say, okay, I can't. I haven't lived in fear this whole damn pandemic and I'm not going to start now. It isn't right. This isn't what this country was built on. This isn't how... The United States operates. This isn't China. This isn't, this isn't these countries where you take a stand, you get murdered, you disappear. This isn't, this isn't one of those countries. We don't live there. We live in America. We have freedoms. And I'm really tired of seeing the majority of the, the people in this country just laying down and folding. can't do it. And I won't. I won't. My kids are going to grow up and they're going to know that dad stood for what he believed in and he didn't fold. And yeah, it got hard at times, but my dad stood on his two, two feet and said, not on my watch. It's not happening. I'm a passionate motherfucker, man. If you guys know me in real life, I'm very, very passionate. You know, I always get the question, why are you so uh, outspoken when it comes to the military? (laughs) I come from a military family, man. All of my family was in the military. And I told the story of how I didn't get accepted to the military because when I was younger, I had a severe case of asthma. I don't have it now. You know, I grew out of it. But when I was younger, I tried to get into the military when I was 20. I tried to go to the Marines. Passed everything, was ready to go to boot camp, and uh, I got pulled back because they pulled my medical history. And at that time, they don't do it now, but at that time they had people dying in boot camp because of asthma. Whatever. It was pretty hard for me to take because I was trying to follow my dad, my grandfather, my uncle, everybody's footsteps. I was trying to be that next generation, and I just didn't get the chance. <sighs> but I'm very outspoken. You know, everything that's going on in Afghanistan, I got had a cousin over there. Did a couple of tours over there. So, yeah. The way that that was handled. I'm one of the people like I I don't think any of us disagree. We needed to be out of there. We did not need to be there that long. We needed to get out of there my only issue was the planning there was no planning no planning so what happens we just wake up one day and say hey by the way we're leaving we put lives at risk and we lose 13 servicemen and that hurts because like I told you I got family that's over there I got family that's been over there. And immediately I just started thinking about my aunt. Worrying about her son. My cousin. Imagining that. What if that was her son? One of those young soldiers. Who was murdered by the suicide bomber. So excuse me if I'm passionate. If I'm angry and if I'm outspoken about what's going on. Because it directly affects me. It directly affects my family. I'm not ashamed to be a proud American. I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed to be proud to be from this country. And I damn sure ain't afraid to fly that damn flag. I also touched on a couple of stories recently about teachers who got busted recently. One of them, a lady, jokingly, and I don't know why people do this. I don't understand why you get on camera doing stuff, knowing that if you, if you get caught on camera saying the stuff that you just shared, you're going to get fired. And this, what does this lady do? She gets on camera and shares this video of her laughing because she took the United States flag down in her classroom and put it in a box and can't find it. And every morning, the kids do the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. And one of the kids said, and she's laughing. She's like, one of my kids said, hey, you know, what are we doing the Pledge of Allegiance to? There's no flag. And she's like, oh, uh, yeah, I can't find it. And she starts laughing. And she's like, I can't find it. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, you could just stand and say the Pledge of Allegiance. And she's laughing. She's like, honestly, I took the flag down because it kind of just made me, kind of weirded me out. It made me feel uncomfortable. This is the United States flag that makes her A teacher from the United States who teaches in the United States, our flag makes her feel uncomfortable. We can talk about that later. In the same breath of saying that, she says, oh, well, you can pledge allegiance to that flag. And she laughs on camera and she says it was a gay pride flag. Now, before you start getting in a frenzy, whatever. I don't have issues with gays. Lesbians, bisexuals, trans, whatever you want to call it, I don't. I don't care. Your choice. You are you. You go and 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 link with whoever makes you happy. You fall in love with somebody, and they make you happy. They happen to be the same sex. They happen to be trans. Whatever, whatever makes you happy, I'm all for it. Whatever makes you a good person, the best version of you, I'm all for it. I don't care. What I do care about is when you take these things and you push them on our children because children are so impressionable i'm not with it and i will speak out about it so the fact that she had these kids pledge allegiance to the gay pride flag it isn't right and it pisses me off and i believe she lost her job second teacher i'm gonna try and wrap this up here pretty quick A second teacher in Sacramento, two hours from me, is caught on camera by Project Veritas talking about how he has 180 days to teach these kids to be socialists and revolutionists, revolutionaries. They show shots of his classroom. There is no American flag. What he has behind him, behind his desk, is the Antifa flag. And the gay pride flag. This is a teacher... Teaching at a public school... Teaching our children... Yours... Mine... About the Antifa movement... Saying... On camera... He doesn't even realize he's on camera... This is all undercover... Saying I have 180 days to teach these kids... To be revolutionists... And and teach them about socialism... I've got these kids coming to rallies with me. But what about their parents? How do you get these kids who aren't interested, how do you get them involved? You know what he says? I scare the fucking shit out of them. This is a teacher. When this all comes out, they pull up pictures. This guy has the the old Russia, the... uh, socialism i believe it's i forget the logo well, anyway he has the logo tattooed on his chest all this atifa tattoos all this stuff and he's a puny little guy little skinny little wimpy dude <laughs> and th- these are the people that are in our classrooms teaching our kids trying to influence our kids trying to mold their minds parents showed up at these board meetings for the school livid livid One of the dads said the dude should go in hiding because if he finds him, he's going to be in the world of trouble. And I'm with them on that. Because had this been a school that my kids go to, I'd be doing this podcast from jail. (laughs) But I spoke up about all this stuff. And uh, I had to be very clear because the last time I did, someone said, you know, you kind of worry me because you're raising two sons and the way you talk about the gay community and the way you talk about this pride flag. Da, 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 da. Are your kids? I'm worried about how your kids are going to grow up. And I said, no, 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 no. You're not paying attention. You think anybody who is not part of that community and speaks about it doesn't like it, doesn't support it. That's not true. Now, I may not agree with that lifestyle. It's not for me. It's not what I believe in. But at the same time, I don't discriminate against it. I don't go out of my way to make things hard for them in their life choices because it's not my business. And I damn sure don't teach my kids how to do that. What I teach my kids is love and respect. And I had to make sure to say this when... I talked about this story on my Instagram because I had to make sure people understood. I am not raising my kids to discriminate against people. I teach my kids love and respect. I teach my kids you do not, you do not discriminate against anybody who doesn't look like you, who doesn't uh, have the same sexual preference as you. You don't. You respect people as long as they respect you. And if you have friends that. Are discriminating against people for their sexual preference or for or for their nationality, their race or whatever? You get the hell away from these kids because that's not how I'm raising you. You respect everybody. Some people live their lives different. That's not up to us to judge people. I teach them that because that's how my grandfather taught me. You respect everybody. It's not your life; it's their life. My grandpa always told me that's between them and God. You're not God. You live your life, you mind your business. And that's, that's how I live my life. That's how I'm teaching my kids. You know, I don't know where this all is going to end. <clears throat> I don't. I don't know where it ends. I don't know how we're going to get out of this thing. I don't know what the end game is. I, I, I'm, I'm just as lost as you guys, man. The only thing that's keeping me sane is I'm, I'm, just, I'm working. I have a goal in mind. I, 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 I know what I need to do to get, to get to my goal, and I'm doing it every night, baby steps, every night, every day. I'm keeping my kids busy. We're working out. We're, we're going hiking again. We're doing all these things. They're, they're right behind this camera. They're, they're at travel ball baseball right now, practice. They got games starting up. Keeping them busy. And just staying out of the way until hopefully, hopefully we come out of this thing in better shape than what we are. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'll tell you what, man. I have never been more proud to be an American. I've never been more proud to stand up for what the hell I believe in. And I will never be ashamed of that. I will never be ashamed to fly that flag. Someone told me recently, you know, flying the American flag or wearing it is like admitting you're a Trumper, you're a racist, and you're a conspiracy theorist. And I said, well, I guess I'm all that. And they're like, what? I said, I guess I'm all that. Because not only do I fly that thing, I wear it. And I'm damn proud of it. And you know what? My kids are proud of it, too. I'm not ashamed to be an American. I'm not ashamed to be from this country. What I'm ashamed of is that this new regime, this new president, this this these these uh these governors who think that they can just crack the whip on everybody and everybody's just going to listen. I'm not one of them and there's a lot of us lot of a lot of us like me that are way more outspoken than me. Way more. But uh, I will not be quiet. And if you feel a certain way about that um, and you feel that uh, this is not something that you're interested in hearing, whether it be on my Instagram, whether it be on my podcast uh, or whatever, this has to do with my life. If you feel a certain way, then uh, like I told the person who was in my DMs, uh, you're more than welcome to unfollow me. Uh, You don't have to be here. Um, And like I said earlier, same thing with the podcast. And the reason why I speak about all this stuff is like I said, this all has to do with my life. It has to do with my family. It has to do with me as a father. And these are things that um, affect my life. So I'm always going to speak about things like this. I'm always going to talk about things that are directly affecting my life. And unfortunately, and I say unfortunately because I'm not happy about this, I don't like talking about this stuff. But unfortunately, this is where we're at. This is what's going on these days. And it's the, it's the main topic because every it's the one thing that all of us are dealing with across the board in some way, shape or form. We are all dealing with what's going on with the pandemic, what's going on with politics, what's, they're all affecting us. So, um, that's pretty much, you know, that's pretty much all I had, um, You know, on a side note, uh, because of everything that's been going on with, you know, the schools and and people coming door to door and whatnot, uh, you know, we've had to explain to our children, uh, you know, and I want to say this, I want to get this out there before I actually end this podcast, uh, because I think it's important for uh, our kids to know that they have a right to not answer certain questions. Um, So... I've taught my kids and explained to them if for whatever reason you're at school and this is across the board, if if it's a principal, if it's a teacher or if it's somebody, uh, even a kid, even a, a student, one of your classmates ask you if you've been vaccinated, you can just say that's my personal business. That should be your answer. You don't have to answer that. And in fact, I don't want you to answer that uh, because you don't need to. You don't. that's not anybody's business and you don't need to deal with with what comes with that. When you say, yes, I have or no, I haven't, um, because there's a lot of things attached to that, like we discussed. So my kids understand that they have every right to say with whatever it is, if it's an adult or whatever. Um, that's my personal business. I don't want to answer that. Uh, they've also been instructed if, uh, you know, The teachers come or somebody says, hey, we're giving out free COVID tests today. You guys want to get one? You know, God forbid that this happens um, because it has happened to someone I know um, where their kid was given another COVID test. So they approved one and then they were given a second one. Then the kid came home and said, I got another one. And she was really upset and contacted the school and said, hey, I approved one. I didn't say you could keep testing my kid. So I've explained to my sons that if they say something like that, if they ask if you want to have a test, you say, no, you'll have to contact my mom and dad. That you don't have to do that. You don't just because they're teachers or it's a principal or it's someone of authority at the school, you don't have to just say yes. And in fact, I want you to say no, call my mom and dad. So that's where we're at right now. I know there's a lot of people are like, oh, just get the test, you know, protect yourself and. I'm not going to go through all that stuff. You know, I have my, I have my views on all this, and uh, I don't like the fact that it's being forced down everybody's throats, like I said. So my kids are being taught, if you're asked uh, about your vaccine status, say that's my personal business. If they ask again, say please contact my mom and dad. Um, and if you're offered a free COVID test, you say no. Call my mom and dad. You have every right to say that. So they get it. They understand that. Um, and unfortunately, these are the conversations that go along with all the other conversations we have to have with our kids, right? We have to have conversations about bullying, about sex, about uh, you know, staying away from kids who are doing certain things at school. Um, just all these different things we have to talk to our kids about. And now we have to deal with this. Because there are adults who use our children's you know being naive um, and innocent to their advantage to get them to do certain things so unfortunately that's where we're at so hey honestly man I I'm, I don't care if you agree with this podcast I don't care if you disagree with it um, I just care that we get to a point where we can talk and we can discuss and if we have a difference of opinion that's fine we don't need to argue we don't need to fight we don't need to do any of that we don't need to be disrespectful Um, that's where I'm at with this podcast and everything that I do on my Instagram and whatever. Um, yeah, man. So, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, for those of you on YouTube, you might see a different background right now. Uh, my phone died, uh, right at the end as I was going to wrap the podcast up and then life took over and now i'm back home and i'm wrapping it up so if you're on youtube you're seeing a whole different background i'm actually in my kitchen uh but anyways that's all i had for today uh i hope i hope you guys are doing fine i hope you guys are stand up for what you believe in even if it's something that you know others don't necessarily agree with just stand up for it you know what i mean if you're going to if you're going to stand for something Put 10 toes down and, and, don't, and don't back down, okay? And I mean this to people that agree with what I talked about or disagree with what I talked about. Just stand for what you believe in, all right? And more importantly, make the decisions that are going to be best for you, you and your family, all right? Not what people are telling you to do. You do what's best for you and your family and take care of yourselves, all right? Um, as always, uh, I am on Instagram. My name is It's Ray Molina. The podcast Instagram is the Perfect Mess Pod. I'm also on TikTok. TikTok, I have a entirely different approach. Uh, it's it's really about the podcast, and it talks about uh, you know my relationship stuff. Uh, I I give tips to fathers and single dads about fatherhood and divorce and all this stuff. So my TikTok is more on that. It's not really. Uh, like my Instagram, so it's a little different, but anyways, I'm on TikTok, it's the same name, it's Ray Molina, so if you find me there, add me, Uh, my website is raymolina.com, and that's pretty much what I had, I love you guys, I hope, I hope you guys are well, and I will check in with you later, Uh, this has been episode 42 of the Perfect Mess Podcast. Perfect Mess is my perfect mess,